HR Party of One is brought to you by Bernie Portal, the all-in-one HRIS that saves you time so you can foster a better place to work. In this episode, let's talk about why HR should be involved in compensation decisions for their organization. Have you ever gotten an email from a hiring manager telling you their new hire will be compensated at, say, $75,000 a year? And you think to yourself, but why? As HR at a smaller employer, you probably run payroll. You know everyone's compensation, so you're well aware that the other people on the team in the exact role make around $55,000 per year. The new hire doesn't have any more experience or education in comparison, so why will they be compensated almost 30% more than their peers? It's because you weren't involved in determining this new hire salary. At the end of this episode, I will fill you in on what happened when an HR pro named Jess didn't get involved either. In this episode of HR Party of One, let's cover why HR should be involved, how it can impact your organization, how you can get started, and the consequences of sticking to the sidelines. Let's dive in. Why HR should be involved in compensation decisions. Compensation strategy is absolutely something you should become more involved in if you aren't already, for three key reasons. Number one, your perspective is the broadest. You have the best understanding of what each team member makes, from the C-suite to the entry-level hire and everyone in between. Number two, your knowledge is the deepest. You run payroll, right? So when managers might stutter when someone asks them how much overtime pay is or about variable compensation or commissions employees actually earn, you know exactly. After all, you're the person they ask. And number three, you're less biased. Your relationship with any given employee is going to be different and less biased from what they have with their manager. Managers may know things you don't, but you'll know things too, and HR can bring a different perspective. Both views must be at the decision-making table. These reasons are why you should be involved, but what happens next? How it can impact your organization. Your impact on compensation strategy will further your ultimate goal, fostering a better place to work. Here's how. You will improve recruitment and retention rates. Compensation is one of your strongest assets for recruiting and retaining talent. A broad perspective and deep understanding of compensation allows you to make fair and consistent decisions, keeping your talent happy. You will promote equity within your organization. The most prominent way to promote equity is to ensure your workforce is compensated fairly. You know not to hire someone at a 20% higher rate than their colleague of equal standing. And you know how to ensure raises are awarded consistently and objectively. You will ensure compliance. Pay transparency legislation has been adopted in many states. It's critical to improving equity, recruitment, and retention so you get how it affects compensation strategy. I'll link a resource for you to read more about what pay transparency is, how you can achieve it, and which states require it. And number four, you will take a load off your boss. If you ask your boss right now how much the front desk receptionist makes, would they know the answer? Most likely not, but you would. Your perspective, knowledge, and unbiased input make you an important contributor to compensation planning. You can reduce the demands on your boss while working to achieve your ultimate goal. 
the positive impact your involvement will have on your organization is undeniable. So let's discuss how you can get more involved in compensation strategy. How HR can get more involved. To take part in compensation strategy, you must take a pivotal first step. Number one, learn about your organization's finances. HR at a small employer should lock arms with finance. Every decision in your business is made with the budget in mind. You can't develop the best compensation strategy if you don't understand your organization's financial limitations or goals. Connect with the financial leaders in your organization. If you're the one who acts in that capacity, great, you're ahead. Number two, ask your boss how compensation decisions are made. Who is making decisions for how employees are compensated? It could be a combination of hiring managers, your boss, finance leaders, or whoever else has a stake. Learn how they inform their strategy, if there is one. For example, how have they been quantifying experience or education? Did outside factors affect decisions, like a labor-driven market? Once you understand the contextual history of your organization's compensation decisions, you can make impactful suggestions on how to improve compensation strategy moving forward. Number three. Evaluate your organization's current compensation structure. You can use an all-in-one HRIS like Bernie Portal to review the pay rates of everyone within your organization. Download a report with this data for a quick review so you can identify discrepancies like, are people in the same roles making widely different amounts? Are new hires outpacing their tenured colleagues? Are well-deserving high performers being skipped over for raises? And are employees who don't contribute significantly to the organization receiving regular raises? If your organization has levels documents, you can use them to compare data to the projected compensation rates of certain roles and skills. A levels document is an organizational resource that guides compensation decisions based on what an employee contributes to the organization and the skills they develop. I'll link a resource to explain more about how a levels document can improve your organization. Number four, use market research to learn how other companies compensate their workforce. You can utilize market research to determine how to recruit competitively within your industry. Surf job boards like LinkedIn and Indeed to compare pay rates to your similar roles. Be sure to consider that required experience, education, location, expectations, and role level. If you're hiring for an entry-level position, a job describing senior-level knowledge and compensation will not be helpful. Number five, compare your market research to your current compensation strategy. Once you know what you're competing against, compare all of your collected data to identify roles that are compensated abnormally for no logical reason. Using comparative data, you can ensure a more consistent and equitable strategy is used going forward. To fulfill your purpose of fostering a better place to work, you must prioritize your people. Doing so means ensuring they are compensated fairly. But what happens when HR doesn't get involved in compensation strategy? The consequences of sticking to the sidelines. Mike is a hiring manager desperate to fill a sales position that's been empty for months. He's concerned his top performer, Andrea, is barreling towards burnout, trying to shoulder the extra workload. If she took time off for a break, it would cripple the team's ability to achieve its annual sales goals. He must hire someone ASAP to avert disaster. 
So Mike emails Jess, the company's HR party of one, that he's going to bump the compensation for the open role from 65K to 78K. Surely that'll attract applicants so Mike can finally hire a qualified sales expert. Jess reads the email and knows Andrea, who has been in her role for three years, makes 68K yearly. Andrea was hired at 60K, but her contributions to her team and the organization merited annual raises. Jess isn't involved in making compensation decisions. She wants to be, but she hasn't had time to even think about it due to the various administrative responsibilities consuming her day to day. This week, she has to fill and file 1095C forms, so she's way too busy. Mike bumps the salary up and hires Marcus only three weeks later. Marcus impressed Mike with his drive, so despite having less experience, Mike believes he and Andrea can train Marcus to be great. Andrea, however, is not impressed. Marcus makes 12% more despite having less experience. She is rightfully upset an inexperienced hire's starting salary is 23% higher than her starting salary from just only three years prior. If there's room in the budget for that kind of pay increase, why is she still making only $68,000? Andrea is burnt out from months of trying to help Mike out with the workload, and now she's insulted that her organization doesn't seem to value her. To add to the insult, they even expect her to train someone making more than her. She brushes up her resume and applies for sales roles elsewhere. Her experience grabs attention quickly. Within the month of Marcus's first day, she accepts an offer. Mike is back to square one, but it's much worse this time. Marcus isn't fully trained and can't handle even a third of Andrea's workload. After two months of trying, he quits, citing that he feels too overwhelmed to continue. The sales team misses goal by a wide margin, which means the company falls short of its projected revenue. Jess could have prevented this, but what was she supposed to do? No one else can manage ACA compliance. Should she have sidelined 1095C forms to focus on ensuring an equitable and consistent compensation strategy, potentially incurring major penalties from the IRS? No, she shouldn't have. But what she can do is recognize that administrative tasks are forcing her to deprioritize high-level projects that will improve her organization. Jess needs an all-in-one HRIS like Bernie Portal. Bernie Portal could have filled and filed every 1095C form Jess spent days painstakingly completing in a matter of minutes. Bernie Portal can also run payroll, track applicants, administer benefits, keep time in attendance, monitor PTO, and more. Jess had to choose compliance over compensation strategy, and the result left the sales force diminished, financial goals ruined, and now she must reconcile the smaller budget with hiring and training two new sales experts. HR's impact on compensation strategy is immeasurable, and Bernie Portal alleviates the tasks that block you from getting involved. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.